Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Laws number 693. And this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, you get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic muscle. We give you more light, but no light weights. And all of this to help us explore the mysteries of Freemasonry. How about that? How about that, brethren? And once again, you know, we always come to the same thing. Have you been getting out there? Have you been getting it? Because uh, it's important. It is important. If our, if the godfather of modern fitness, our worthy brother, Jack Delane, who passed away at 96, asked you to do it, why not me? Why not anybody else? And remember, now you can donate to Masonic Muscle to help me keep bringing you quality content, better and better sound and what have you. And, uh, you know, it can be, all you know, if all you can donate is enough to buy me a cup of coffee, cup of, co <laughs> cup of coffee, then, hey, at least you ensured that I'm going to be having enough caffeine in my bloodstream to keep me hyped up throughout this whole show and keep bringing you energy. And hopefully some information, you know, to enlighten you. Or maybe not. And again, subscribe. If you haven't, if you haven't done already, subscribe to the show. Yeah. Just hit that button. Hit that button. It helps a lot. It helps everything. It helps everything move, uh, you know, better. Better flow. Everybody feels good. You know, and um, here we are again. So, recently at our last stated meeting um you know i volunteered to give a little bit of masonic education so especially because it's june and in june a very important date happens for us masons and if you don't know what i'm talking about then man you know brethren you're gonna have to do some homework and i shouldn't have to be telling you but anyhow number one is our summer solstice, June 21st. This is very important. And especially when you go back throughout history, you begin to see that many of these ancient cultures that were uh, highly developed, that had these pyramids, that had these uh, stone structures, they, for whatever reason, aligned them a lot of them up to the summer solstice or the winter solstice, either either or. Uh, at, at other sites, you find that they had um, aligned them up to uh, the equinoxes, either if it's the autumnal equinox or the spring equinox. They did align them up. And like uh, more recently, as we found out, we have 21 missions in along the coast of the state of California, and in somewhere around 2010, someone was out there. They had been studying them for a while, and they kind of began to get the suspicion that they were aligned 
if not aligned, they made particular sections of the monastery line up to uh, an equinox or a solstice. And the more he researched, the more he spent time he spent out there, he eventually found what he was looking for. And it was, you know, it was incredible. He wrote a whole article out. And um, I don't know if he ever wrote a book. Should find it. But even our monasteries, a lot of them are aligned to some of these uh, events throughout the year. Now, what does this have to do, the, the summer solstice, what does this have to do with Freemasonry? Well, when you go back to Anderson's Constitutions, it came out in 1723, you read that really there was only two and only two very important points to even not revise, but I guess kind of revise a lot of the old charges, the Masonic charges. And that was to uh, bring back to life, you know, quarterly communications, quarterly feasts, and the celebration of the Holy Saints John the Baptist Day. And I'm not sure if uh, the Holy Saints John the Evangelist Day was uh, included in that. More than likely it was. But, um, you know, the Holy Saints John the Baptist Day was on June, it is on June 24th. Very big Catholic uh, countries. And so, you know, very odd that it was pointed out and related, you know, to Freemasonry. And this, this is one of the things we must do. So, you know, what, what I shared with the brethren, and it's, it's stuff that we can definitely share and talk about with the public is that, you know, you have, okay, June 21st, and then you have June 24th, three days later. Three days later, right? Number three is very significant to Masons and other pseudo-secret societies, if that's what you want to call them. Uh, Quasi-secret societies, quasi-mystical, you know, whatever you want to call them. And so, I wish I can remember where I read it, but it said... The book, either in the book or in the article, it was it was relating information to astronomy. And so the Masonic degrees are laced. You know, astronomy is baked into these three degrees. Geometry is baked into these three degrees. And so um, the, the author of the article or, or book was saying that it was the junior warden's job, obviously we know, for those of us Masons, you know, to watch the sun, right, at Meridian Height. And when he recognized that it was June 21st, that's when he would call the labor, um, the craft from labor to refreshment. And for the next three days, they rested. And it was his job to continue to watch the movement of the sun. And when it rose on the 24th, that let him know that it was time to call the craft from refreshment to labor again and continue to work up until they couldn't work anymore, which was, I think, sometime in September or October. Autumn, you know, autumn time uh, when uh, the leaves began to fall because they knew, you know, here come the rains and we're not going to be able to work. So the temple, the building, the structure that they were building, they, the, you know, one of the first things that they would do was actually set up these posts, these, uh, you know, uh, staffs, 
They would put them in the ground and they would wait for the sun to rise on June 21st and then the other one during the uh, equinox and then the other one during December 21st. And then they would build a temple because now they had an alignment that they wanted. And this helped them to keep track of time, essentially making the temple like the world's first like solar clock. And then they began to incorporate moon time and, and they began to incorporate other you know, uh, signposts and things like that where they can go out and view the night sky and, and know exactly what point of the year, what time of the year they were in and that they were practicing this and that this was not in regards to any, uh, any, uh, you know, um, nefarious uh, rituals or anything like that, but it was to help them keep time. The sun has always been telling us what time it is. The moon as well, certain stars. And so these, some of these people, now you take that back going back to ancient Egypt where they say that the, uh, that the uh, mystery schools of Egypt, the high priest in all probability was a very, very, very proficient astronomer. They were out there in the night sky. They were constantly looking up. They were constantly making notations. And so sooner or later, they began to notice, you know, not coincidences, but at certain times of the year, people reacted a certain time, certain way, acted a certain way. They were more prone to this. They were more prone to that. And it was all, you know, uh, in relation to what they were seeing with the crops, you know, because they know they understood that you had to plant the crops at a certain time, because if you missed that time, that window, more than likely it was going to be a pretty horrible you know, harvest, crops weren't going to come out the way you want it. So the author kept going back to how in Freemasonry you can see this. Now, you may ask yourself, well, I've been studying this for a while and, you know, the three degree system didn't really come in until about 1730 around there, what have you. And so there is no possible way. Okay. Nevertheless, for whatever reason, whether subconsciously or intuitively, uh, there's astronomy throughout the first, second, and third degrees, and geometry throughout the first, second, and third degrees. And going back to Anderson's constitution, and really the gist of it was saying we got to get back to quarterly communications and the feast of the Holy St. John the Baptist Day. And you need to start, we need to start, you know, getting in the habit of, uh, celebrating these days again and then of course the holy saint john the evangelist day so th these are things to contemplate these are things to think about as a mason and again i'm talking about astronomy the hard science not astrology which even then you have some researchers that have always said that they're one and the same Astronomy and astrology are one and the same. You cannot separate the two. And they don't really know which one started first. Think about it, brethren. And so that that's, I you know, within five minutes, I gave this little brief presentation off the top of my head because I've been researching this for a long time. It's something that really, really gets my attention and, and that I want to investigate and try to understand 
especially with all these other temples throughout the world, being as old as they are, as Graham Hancock has has um, repeatedly uh, stated in his books, and Robert Baval and Robert Schock and John Anthony West, and you have you know over and over and over again you you have uh, people that have just been making you know Schwaller de Lubitsch making these correlations time and time and time again. Eventually, as a Mason, if you begin a study and you take this study seriously, you're you are going to run into this, and. You know, everybody takes it the way they're going to take it. and uh, But there's no denying, right, that we follow the path of the sun every day. And not in a superstitious way, but, you know, we, in order to open a lodge, we follow the path of the sun. So, think about it. And everybody has, you know, a, a, a beginning, you know, a, a mat. A point of maturation and then an end you know when you begin to decline and you end just like in the day just like in the year just like in nature uh, just like in the stars and here we are again we're about to come upon june 21st it's coming up it's coming up fast it's going to be on a tuesday for us so for a lodge you know and I, I believe a couple of us brethren and maybe some prospects will go somewhere and help to celebrate that day, on June 21st, two days later, it's on a Thursday, June 24th. And you you can best be sure, just go online, go on Instagram, go on Facebook. You're going to see lodges celebrating that day, maybe having a festive board, uh, maybe, you know, whatever they're going to have. But uh, they're going to be doing something, and so will we. Brethren, if you're listening, and, uh, you know, uh, other uh, non-members... If you're listening, come and join me. Let's do something special. June 21st, the summer solstice. Remember that. These strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions and improving ourselves in masonry. Feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom.